This is a Lip Media Podcast. Oh, hello chickens. Another day, another theory. the fabulous Adam Richard, and I'm having many more theories about ascension of the Cybermen. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bet you get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, bet you get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Oh, I feel like I'm doing the movie voice again. Ascension of the Cybermen. Uh, your theories are still just flowing in like like a river. Um, I, <laughs> so Penelope on Facebook says, This batch of the Cybermen became Cybermen to defeat whoever they believed were oppressing them. They became part of the resistance. Maybe this batch originated on Gallifrey, hence the timeless children. I hope I'm wrong because I don't like predicting the ending and be surprised instead. Me too, Penelope. I don't know why I decided to do this podcast because <laughs> I hate it when I'm right. I mean, I kind of love it sometimes. I get excited. Um, like, I was very excited about being right about Missy being in the vault that whole time during season 10. Uh, but then sometimes when I'm right, I'm like, oh, I like it when the show surprises me. I like to get a, oh, oh my God, I did not expect that. You know, one thing that did surprise me, because all the photos of this episode where like Ryan and that other bloke, um, see, I've forgotten all the characters' names. I know I said that yesterday. Uh, When Ryan and that other guy were strapped into those cyber machines and then there was a photo of a Cyberman strapped into those machines, I was like, oh my God, Ryan's going to get converted. And now seeing the episode, that's just the steering wheel <laughs> for the cyber spaceship. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm a bit disappointed. Oh. oh, by the way, Dan on Twitter, also Penelope, has uh, an interesting theory. Uh, I have a new theory. Time Lords are slash were Cybermen. <gasps> oh, everyone's on board with that theory. I'm loving it. Um, uh, oh, Also, there's been... Uh, a, Luke has been banging on about this theory for the entire season. He thinks that Yaz is somehow being controlled by the Master. Or 
maybe willingly travels with him now. Uh, <laughs> who knows? Um, the master never really had a companion. I mean, there was that time that Adric was tied up in his net, um, with, busting out of his pants. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, and maybe Yaz is going through the same thing. I like that. I, I don't know how it's working. But anyway, that Luke thinks that Yaz is controlled by or working for the master. Um, and Daniel on Twitter sent me a message saying, I think Yaz is being controlled by the Master too. I remember he said something like, stick with me, kid, at the end of the first episode. And she has since said some cheeky and out-of-character things which lead me to believe she's channeling him sometimes. <gasps> oh, that is spooky. Because remember I had that st- that stupid theory very, very early on that Ryan had been the Master the whole time. <laughs> See, I'm glad but my theories don't pan out because that's a dumb one. <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to cycle back. Sorry for the sniffling. I've had a lot of chili for dinner. Um, I'm going to cycle back to some theories from uh, last week. Uh, Juanita on Facebook, the uh, <laughs> the delightful Juanita, who messages me as she's dropping off to sleep, and her theories are the kind of theories you would have when you're dropping off to sleep. Um, she has said she's changed her theory slightly, and she's not in bed yet. Oh, bless. So no more Susan. Ah. I kind of liked Susan being there. I mean, she's never going to turn up, but <laughs> she says the timeless child is Rassilon in disguise as the Ruth Doctor. Oh, wow. Uh, then the timeless children are surviving doctors, companions, but they have somehow become involved in this alliance Jack told them about. Right. Oh, the alliance to stop the Cybermen, yes. And I think the reason Rassilon is hiding in the Ruth Doctor is that he's the only... He's the one that not only somehow created the original Cybermen, but also sent the Siberium back in time to hide it. And that's the lie the Master told her about. Oh, my God. Rassilon stole some time, tech, from the Cybermen after he created them. Oh, Juanita, are you sure you're not nodding off? <laughs> I do love that theory. That is a that is a very complex theory, although it's fascinating. Um, uh, speaking of... <laughs> Theories that arise when you're nodding off to sleep. Ben McKenzie, the lovely Ben McKenzie, uh, has sent me um, this theory. To join in on the Sending Theories had while drifting off to, sl- off to sleep brigade. Oh, bless you. What if the great lie of the Time Lords is that they maintained the web of time and kept history intact? <gasps> oh, what if instead, by inventing time travel or establishing the Eye of Harmony, etc., they broke time and allowed for history to be changed and they've been trying desperately to hold things together and cover up their mistake? That is a good theory. Perhaps there's no such thing as a fixed point in time and everything is malleable because of what they did. But only the progenitor Time Lords knew this and they kept it a secret from everyone else. Well, that would explain all that Mary Shelley business that everyone's so concerned about. And the three endings of Atlantis. (laughs) And all the other things that have wide, like the the many times we've been at the end of the the human race. Um, That is that is fascinating. Uh, Matt on WhatsApp says the cyber drones were just daft. Oh, Matt. <laughs> they were a little silly, but they were no sillier than the the Cyberman head that kept trying to bite Amy Bond. <laughs> Crawling across the floor. I mean, you know, many cyber plans are daft. Many, like the cyber controller. 
was it the cyber controller? Oh, no, the cyber planner. The one that was in the cupboard at Old Mate's Place and the invasion in the 60s. Like, it was a very silly piece of technology squealing about Planet 14 or whatever was going on there. Oh, my God. Speaking of Planet 14, uh, so in the last episode, I said it reminded me of Grant Morrison's comic, The Invisibles, which I have been reading uh, and loving. Um, and one of the weird things is this this flashback, this bucolic flashback to the gorgeous countryside in County Cork or wherever we are, um, reminded me of an issue of The Invisibles that I just read where we basically get the entire history of uh, a, a bad guy, but it's he's he's just like a soldier who gets offed in like the second issue, I think. Um, and you just get his whole complex, rather tragic life story told in flashes back and forth. Like it's all out of... Uh, out of sync, like you know those when your life flashes before your eyes, that kind of trope of everything happening all out of whack, or like the Watchmen. Whenever anything happens in the Watchmen comic with um John and his, it's not in linear time. Anyway, there was an issue like that. It was gorgeous. Uh, and for some reason, because I'd been thinking about Grant Morrison having, you know written this because of Shelley, because Shelley and Byron and Mary Shelley turn up in The Invisibles. Uh, And then I was thinking with this Cybermen story of Grant Morrison wrote uh, a few Doctor Who comics back in the day for Doctor Who magazine. Um, One of them during the Colin Baker years when he was just like starting out as a writer, working at 2008, that kind of thing, before he became the comic book superstar that he is today. Uh, one of them was called The World Shapers, and it invoked Planet 14. Um, and the Vord from Marinus, uh, and the Cybermen being evolved from the Vord, and that Jamie McCrimmon was in it. Like, it's a very strange, and also Frobisher, the talking penguin and perry um it's it's a great comic like it's you know what i love about british comics is how much they jam into like six or eight pages <laughs> like the doctor who magazine or i read 2008 a lot and you know they like so much story in such a small space of time anyway i i wonder if chibnall has been influenced somehow by grant morrison and the writing of Grant Morrison, because it seems weird that now we've we're having some sort of alternate development of the Cybermen, and also he, we've been dipping into Shelley and Byron, and I don't know, or am I just seeing correlations that aren't there? Because that's what happens every time I read the Invisibles comic. I start to see links outside of the book, and I, it, I think it's rewires my brain a little bit. Anyway. I'm come to the end of this podcast and I haven't even finished talking about the things that I wanted to oh, this clock this sense of the hour ACAST powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.